Okay. Hi. Hi. Um, are, are are we on? We are we are on. We are live. Hello, Ethernet. We're Tech Avail. Are we Tech Avail now? We are. <laughs> um, you were instantly triggered this evening by something oh. that you felt the need to talk about. What is that? The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. In particularly, Lisa Rinna. Oh, yes, I'm triggered by this woman. So it's it's it started off with me responding to Erica Jane's, I guess, Zoom therapy session. And her therapist or this person, life coach, I, I don't know, is telling her all these like really great things about herself and reaffirming that she too was a victim. And I'm just like, how much money did you pay this person for this fucking voiceover? (laughs) Like we still don't buy it. And I think, what did I say to you about that? That, um, well, you said that you're like, how much did she pay for this voiceover of a therapist to help her through this moment? I did. And, and, but then I'm also thinking too, it's like this whole victim thing, you know, she's like, this isn't very popular, but I'm a victim too. And it's like, no one is saying that you're not a victim, but because you don't have this increased sympathy, empathy, and compassion for these victims, it makes me question, and I'm sure it makes everyone else question, are you really a victim? Because if you were a victim, you'd be able to empathize with other victims. And that seems something that's completely beyond her at this point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh, and then she was so excited to tell her BFF, Lisa Rinna, who I'll, I'll share why I, I think they're BFFs too in a minute, but she got some case dismissed um, and she was on the last week's episode, I think it was, she was so excited and she was like, dismissed without prejudice. Now, I don't know if she's fooled. That's right. I think I think I think Halston has Halston has spoken. Yeah, he agrees. Guilty. With you. Um, I don't know if she's fooled or if she's trying to fool others, but what in California, what dismissed without prejudice means is that the DA can then come back and press charges again at any time. What you want is dismissed with prejudice, which means cases closed cannot be reopened. So she's going on bragging about dismissed without prejudice because I'm sure in her mind she thinks without prejudice sounds better. So that must be the more positive one that you want. Sure. But it's not, sweetheart. They're still coming for you, Barbara. (laughs) It's like when you get a test at the doctor and they're like, it was positive. You're like, great. Wait. (laughs) No, honey, it's negative. (laughs) Darn it. No, wait, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So... Then I'm just like, God, these two are so bizarre. Why are they like thick as thieves right now? Why is Rena even supporting Erica Jane? And aside from, I think, Lisa Rena being a delusional person and not being able to understand that this isn't an acting job. Um, I read an article that she got like a couple hundred thousand dollars from Erica Jane for her daughter's denim line startup. Lisa Rinna did. Yeah. And apparently that money was supposed to have come from these funds in question. So it stands to reason without actually doing any homework. So this is the gossip segment of our program. (laughs) It seems to the layman that, yeah, she is blindly supporting Erica Jane during this time because um, she's in bad form too. 
So in that case, would she be held accountable for that money? I don't think that she would, but I think she would protect her daughters from being held accountable for receiving stolen funds. Yeah, I'm wondering like how far something like that could go. I'm when it maybe it's just a um an image thing at that point too. I also believe that it's probably in the grand scheme of things, something so small that this is a case where their lawyers could have just come to some sort of sweeping under the carpet of something. Um, And either way, I mean, listen, what's done is done, but there's something very fishy, whether I am right or wrong. I'm not saying it. I'm saying how it looks to me. Something fishy is going on. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just have to stay tuned and see what happens. Um, but Lisa Rinna's behavior with the whole Kathy Hilton incident is completely ridiculous. And she's so so in this episode, Kathy and Rinna come face to face for the first time at Kyle's house. Mm-hmm. And poor Kyle, poor Kyle. I'm going to say this to you right now. Kyle Richards, if you are listening, I'm going to say this to you. Lisa Rinna is a dangerous person, and you will never be able to make peace with your sister as long as Rinna is in the picture. Please just let that sink in. That is what my guides are telling me. So if this is not just entertainment fodder and what you're giving me is organic, I'm telling you once again... That you will never make peace with Kathy as long as Rinna is in the picture. And rightfully so, because Rinna is a poisonous, venomous, toxic creature. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like 59 now, so they might want to start checking her pee to see if she's pissing out her brain cells or something. Ew. <laughs> I think they might need to um, test her pee to see if she's pissing out her brain cells. <laughs> That's gross. It's a form of senility. Oh. And she's acting pretty senile. <sighs> and her mom, listen, okay, I will tell everybody that I think it's tragic that she lost her mom. But if it was truly tragic, she would be stepping aside and taking the time to mourn the loss of her mother. Not yeah. using it as an excuse to behave in a way that regardless of whether her mom just died or not is inexcusable. If it affects her as much as she says that it does. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I I would agree with that. It's like taking time off work for bereavement. (laughs) Right. Uh, To which Kathy tried to defend her behavior by saying, I have a friend who's dying of cancer. And then they cut to Kyle's face and Kyle's like, oh, she's heard this before. Oh, Kathy. Like she knows this trick. If it's not the friend, it's the dog. Uh It's the cat. Right. Yeah. And then Kathy says, and Kyle, I haven't even told you about it yet. And it's like, man, it's like listening to high school girls have a conversation where they think the things that they're saying are meaningful and valid simply because it came out of their own mouth. Right. In this particular moment, I will say I'm really empathizing with Kyle And maybe it's because I just watched Halloween Kills in preparation for Halloween Ends. And I'm a big fan of Kyle coming back and revising her role of Lindsay. I love what that means for the franchise and for us true Halloween fans. October 14th. Can't wait. (laughs) Um, And what happens on Real Housewives is Kyle's personal life, which is not the same as her work life. So Mm -hmm. I love, again, the fact that she is playing Lindsay again because... 
as a fan, I want to see that. And I think she's doing an excellent job with her portrayal as an adult Lindsay. Yeah. And I can respect that and I can revere that because that is her body of work as a working actress. What's going on in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is just a hot shit mess. And that's okay because you can be a hot shit mess and produce really good work. You're <laughs> <laughs> here. here. So I really, I do empathize with her, and um, I think that it would do Bravo a huge um, disservice if they did not get rid of Lisa Rinna and any other housewife that's really just adding to this antiquated notion of what this platform is supposed to be about. Because Entitled and Privileged is so 2019. It is pretty boring. It is. It's so well. It's boring when people think that they have to show that. You know, when people have mm-hmm. pe- people who are truly wealthy, people who are truly privileged, don't run around reminding the world how privileged they are. The people that are are the ones where you really have to say, "Oh, who hurt you? What happened to you?" Because mm-hmm. amassing wealth should be a personal, intimate journey, not something for the masses to fodder over. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I said to you today, right? Let's get rid of that thing because I'm never going to use it. And if I'm not going to use it, it's just sitting there on the shelf for show because it's a fancy bottle with a big name on it. But I don't like it and I'm not going to use it. And it's not worth having if it's just for show. Yep. It's really quite simple. It's not basic, but it's simple. Mm -hmm. And you and I were talking about how we think people are just ready for a change. We're ready for it. We're at a a point of self-awareness and we can't be the only ones So I'm really hopeful that there's going to be a big shift and people are going to see how dangerous it's been to idolize privilege, but not true privilege, only the illusion of privilege. Right. Because these people aren't privileged. Privileged people don't complain that their $1,500 Louis Vuitton suitcase got scratched at the airport. Because first of all, if you can really afford, if you can truly afford an entire collection of Louis Vuitton luggage, including the train case. You're not flying Delta. You're flying private or you're flying British Airways or you're flying Qantas or you're you're it's like the mentality that Delta owes them something. This I'm sorry, this is a TikTok video, of course. But the fact that Delta owes them something because their suitcase got their suitcase got scratched, but only because it's a scratched Louis Vuitton, not a Samsonite. But people who have expensive luggage. Don't get upset when it gets scuffed because that's the point. And that's why you buy an expensive piece mm-hmm. because it won't fall apart. It'll just get scuffed. That's true luxury. Oh my God. I've had so many suitcases fall apart. Well, not until not. Well, then you met me and we started using Hartman <laughs> luggage, didn't we? Yes. And that's the other thing too. Like that's the difference between someone who's rich and someone who's wealthy. And I'm not talking about our own personal wealth because that's no one's business. Right. But we see so many designer suitcases when we travel and you and I are traveling with these really inconspicuous bags, but it is the best name in luxury travel. Mm-hmm. I mean, Halston designed a whole collection for Hartman. So yeah, I I'm totally chill with that. Yeah. Anywho. So going back to um, the ladies of privileged Hills, Lisa then goes into this whole anger speech with Kathy. You've got to figure out where this anger is coming from. You've got to own it. She didn't say that because she knows that that's passe now. Um, but I'm like, girl, weren't you the one that was throwing wine glasses and cutting people with the shards of glass saying, don't you ever come for my husband? 
because she didn't want it exposed that maybe he's got some homosexual tendencies. Now you're gossiping again. I said this was the gossip portion, but you know what? As a gay man, if that's his deal, fine. I don't really care because that's your personal life. I don't want to think about Lisa Rinna holding on to her husband who might be getting some on the DL when I'm trying to watch L.A. Law because it takes me out of the fucking show. And that's what their only job is to do is to entertain me. And they're suspend. They're making it very hard for me to suspend my suspension of disbelief. I said that right. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the math. But. Because all this like fodder of stuff that I really don't care. And and any star that thinks that catering to the lemmings gossip need supersedes their body of work is the reason why I will always respect Kyle Richards' work on the screen and I will never respect Lisa Renner's work on the screen. Yeah. Well. Uh-huh. That's that's them. I think she's a dangerous person. She's pushing 60 and she's struggling to not just stay relevant, but to also maintain a sense of viability in this mm-hmm. world. And she's going about it the wrong way. She's not entering this next stage gracefully. She could do it like a Kathy Hilton. I mean, love her or hate her, Kathy Hilton is handling herself better. And and I also want to know like they were filming when this happened. If she really did all these horrible things, wouldn't Bravo be splattering that all over the episode? Wouldn't they be blasting Kathy? I mean, that's ratings, advertising dollar, gold mine. So where's the footage? Yeah. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Cameras down. <laughs> I don't think so. No, it does seem odd. Unless they're going to save it for the reunion. I... <sighs> Well, yeah, we are just two two weeks away from that, I suppose. But I, I I didn't see it. I read about the Watch What Happens Live with Lisa Rinna and Andy Cohen really wasn't holding back. So, I, I mean, I think that there's just there's so much that's already going on that it doesn't really serve them well to hold it back at this point. Because, honestly, the reunion's going to be such a shit show if Rinna even shows up. You don't think you don't think that she would. I there's uh, Adrian didn't. There was another housewife that that didn't, and it's been made very clear that it's that's that's how it's done. Like I used to work at this place, the first place I worked at, right? And there was a rule: we do not wear denim here. You wear black, white, gray, no denim. Mm-hmm. So whenever we would see someone coming up the stairs to work in denim, we were like, oh no, they're leaving. Oh, I get it. Right? Yeah. Who was the other housewife that didn't show up? Who was that? Fifi O'Hara? I can't. Uh, no, Fifi. You mean Phaedra? <laughs> Fifi O'Hara, she wishes. Is she going to go cosplay Real Wives now? Actually, her cosplay is pretty cool. Her cosplay probably is great, but yeah. her personality is shit. Yeah. And because she's an Erica Jane, she came on All Stars and she tried to pull the wool over everybody's eyes by reinventing herself and she got busted for it. You cannot get away with it in today's world like you could yesterday. Oh, like you were saying about Perez Hilton earlier. Oh, my God. Let's just digress for a minute and talk about this freaking bullshit hot mess. Yeah. So, okay. So here's the skinny on Perez Hilton from my universe. I'm watching this TikTok video 
And he's approached Misha Barton and he's trying to apologize to Misha Barton for being an asshole to her and body shaming her. And Misha Barton says, that's nice, but are you sorry for every person that you body shamed? Are you sorry for every person that you outed who wasn't ready to come out of the closet? Are you sorry for every person's career that you ruined because of your bullshit? And he said, yes, if I had a time, and I'm going to paraphrase, if I had a time machine and I could go back in time and I could take it all back and do it over, I would. And she's questioning him. And at some point I didn't hear it, but he says, I swear on my kid. And she's like, I, it's just not well, like, I don't, the attitude I got from her was like, I don't care. Like you're done. And then he turns around and claps back with, wait a minute. I just swore on my kid and you're being a fucking asshole to me. Like, oh, there she is. Right. There's the Perez we know and love. The, nothing has changed. He is on a thirsty redemption train and he doesn't even realize that his trip has been canceled before the train even left the regret station. Yep. And all he's trying to do in that situation is get footage of a celebrity forgiving him so he can then turn around to those who aren't celebrities and say, but look, I've been forgiven by the people I've hurt, so you have to forgive me. Yeah. But if you're truly sorry about it, you do it without the cameras. Yeah. So it's all, it's all, he's trying to reinvent himself and he's doing it in a very inorganic way. He's not sorry about it. He's just run out of options, jobs, and money. So now he's got to do something and he's desperate. Yeah. And he does that whole thing that people do with kids where they bring up the kid. And then if you don't completely acquiesce to them, you're now the asshole yeah. because they brought up their kids. How dare you? It's will, gross. Oh. He's, he's also doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like you don't turn a new leaf by demanding mm-hmm. that people acknowledge that you apologized and you've turned a new, just leaf. live a better fucking life and people will start to see it. Well, and do some good. It's like, if they say, you know, what is it? If you have to tell somebody, it's probably not true. Well, he has an opportunity money or not to actually do some good to help people who are in similar situations of those that he's hurt. Mm-hmm. So why not collaborate with the Trevor project? And say, you know what? I've heard a lot of people and he's I've just outed not, people without their... He's not there. He's no. not there. Otherwise, he, he never would have done it. I mean, if yeah. we can't get Neil Patrick Harris to not be a self-focused, self-centered gay who does nothing but himself, then we can't expect that from someone like Perez Hilton. <clears throat> and yes, I just threw down some shade. So haters hate. I don't give a shit. He's, I can't stand he's him. He's not everyone's cup of tea. He's just fluff. He's the do I, I something with your celebrity. Like, I don't think people care uh, very much anymore. Well, I was, care. No, no, no. I mean, in the sense that I don't think that people care about him anymore. He was really hot commodity just out of um, how I did your mother or whatever. How what I was met it? your, how I met your mom. Yeah. How I met your mother. How I, how I done that didn't hers already. Whatever. Outside of that show. Then He's they were like, so wow, smarmy. look at him. And he was doing everything. He was making the rounds on all the award smug, shows and the Tonys and all that. And I think smug, he's superior. I think it's done. He like he doesn't. And I, I'm, I hate the celebrity gays that run out and they like make their own milkshake children. It's like, fuck you. God created gay people as a form of population control. Mm hmm go out and if you can adopt a dog from a kennel, you can adopt a kid from a shelter. Like Jesus Christ. Like it's just so that the, the existence is so selfish to me. Yeah. And it's like, it, I have the luxury of being my own hobby. And if you're going to do that too, 
then why would you subject your children to that kind of neglectful trauma? That might be getting into a territory that I don't know that I want to go into. But bottom line is, is that I have a low opinion of Neil Patrick Harris. And if someone like that can't behave the way that we're asking Perez Hilton to behave, then there's no chance that we can really expect Perez Hilton to do any better than he ever has. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. (laughs) Because I don't care. That's my opinion. That's the point of the podcast. If you don't like it, don't listen. Yeah. Boom. Done. Done. I would say drop mic, but please don't drop this mic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. It's not I'm not holding it anyway, because it's a professional fucking setup. So it's on a stand and it's in my face and it's doing its job. Okay, good. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that's it, gang. Is that it? I think so. I feel much better mm-hmm. having gotten this out. I just I mean, I watch it, but you know, these housewives, they're freaking court jesters at this point point in time they are an antiquated representation of everything that's wrong with our society and i'm just watching because i'm waiting for caligula to fall i i just wish that and i've said this so many times but i wish that these women would actually do some good Mm -hmm. you know outside of the brainless and toothless or whatever that dorit's Homeless, not toothless. Homeless, not toothless. Girl, I know your house got broken into, (laughs) but you could have hired someone to come up with a better name than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's something. I mean, I applaud the work they're doing. I think I don't really know that I know what they're doing. Um, I, you know, I'm going to say that it seems not that it's a shit charity, but I feel like these women attach themselves to charity where they can get the maximum amount of recognition with the minimum amount of contribution. Why don't you go to something that really needs a lot of money? Why Mm -hmm. don't, why don't you try raising funds for the actual homeless people who are in these makeshift encampments all over the city you live in? Right. Instead of attaching yourself to a cause. Thank you. You and I can't drive down the street now without, running into tent encampments which doesn't bother me other than it makes me sad i wish i wish that someone could help and i can't i'm barely helping myself right we wouldn't be doing this podcast if we had enough money to help the homeless situation i'll just say that (laughs) well and if i had enough money to help people granted you can't be helping you can't help everyone no but we would be we would be busy helping those that we can but you and i are at a very crucial stage in our lives and our careers where everything we've been working for is now starting to come to fruition right we are putting on our oxygen masks right now so that once that's done for us we can then go out with these resources and try to make a difference in the world these people have already got their oxygen masks on. They're mm-hmm. in a fucking private jet, not well, even now, a commercial plane. And they're still not helping people like the fucking Kardashians. Well, because they're they're collecting oxygen masks. Oh, that's... I mean, this sounds cheesy. That's deep. And you're exactly right. And if you think about it, they are. They're collecting the resources that other people need and making it more difficult and more expensive for things that should not be difficult and expensive to acquire. Yeah. Case in point, our fucking internet. Oh, let's. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay, that makes We're me getting, angry. Okay, bonus. This, this is, makes me angry. This is uh, this is encore time. This is Robert Fisher, and I'm yeah. angry. Um, what so grinds your What grinds your axe, Robert? Suffered through Cox Internet. For the last, what, three years? We've had it all three years that we've been here. We've had Cox Internet the entire time we've had a house in Orange County. Right. Because Cox is the only internet provider 
in the area. Mm -hmm. So it's this ridiculous geographic monopoly that Mm -hmm. forces you to say, hey, if you want high-speed internet in order to do all the things, not just the things that you want to do, like streaming Netflix or Hulu or whatever, but for me and a lot of other people who work from home now, in order to work appropriately, effectively, efficiently, you have to have high-speed internet and you can't have a cap on your data. So what does Cox do? They realize that during the pandemic and continue to raise the price again and again mm-hmm. and again and then add these surcharges. <clears throat> oh, by the way, you used to have unlimited data to your plan and now you don't again, mm-hmm. but you're still paying the same price and you're still getting really great speed. But if you want unlimited, give us another 25 bucks. We'll give you unlimited. And we we were on like the gigabyte plan, right? The way that I understand it is that uh, Cox had an illegal monopoly on uh, this area. And because of that, we suffered as consumers. And then once mom, pa, bell boundaries broke down, uh, Verizon said, hey, we can offer you the service now. And we were like, yes, that's great. And we were paying for that gigabyte um, speed and... When we tested it, we were only getting half of that. And then when we tested the speed for Verizon, we were getting more than that. And the upload speeds with Verizon are fantastic, too, because you just uploaded a few major heavy-duty files while I was streaming on Hulu and I was on my phone. Yeah. And there was no problem at all. No, heavy duty meaning like eight gigabytes worth that I was sending out for work. Yeah, so we're very happy with that. But I will also say in Los Angeles, I've never had a problem with Time Warner Internet. No, it's good. Los Angeles is just a completely different beast than Orange County because you have too many people that you can pull that shit with in a big city like Los Angeles. But here in these little pocket neighborhoods of Orange County where people don't know better because they're not thinking that there's something better because this is like, quote unquote, the pinnacle of living, things fall through the cracks. And there's not a lot of regulation. There's not a lot of enforcement. There's a lot of corruption. And um, yeah. I'm just glad to be done with that stronghold. And then to add insult to injury, they start contact. Cox starts contacting us, offering us 40% off our service. To which my response was, well, if that's what the service is worth, then we've been overpaying for years. Because you've had an illegal monopoly on this area, but now you don't. And I shouldn't have to have a competitor move into this area for you to offer competitive rates. Wake up and smell the free enterprize, people. Yeah. I, I realize this kind of sounds like an ad now, but it's not. It's really just a. It's our it experience. Is. It is an ad to yeah. live in the big city. <laughs> <laughs> but if I if to leave our audience with anything, it's to don't be afraid to look for other routes. Yes, like don't be afraid. You're not trapped in a situation. Granted, we were for a little bit, but we kept searching out ways to kind well, of. Well, and out we of also it. have other options and. The majority of our time is really no longer being spent. We're, we're switching things back, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, we, you and I go where the current of our business takes us. And, um, but we've never really left. I'm a native to Los Angeles and I am happy to have been born here and I am happy to die here. I like it. Me too. And anybody who has anything bad to say about my city is just jelly. Sorry. Bye. Bye. And I promise the Kardashians will no longer ruin the Los Angeles culture scene. 
And that's culture with a K. Ew, gross. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Have a question for us or want to be a guest on our podcast? Email us at hello at mrandmrs.show. Or for more information and episodes, visit our webpage at mrandmrs.show.